Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful Wrestling. We're here. Jimmy Van's not. I'm here. And uh, we're here to talk about what you guys want to talk about. This is the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast. Oh, man. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats because that dictates really how long this show goes. If it goes 10 minutes and I'm one Fightful Select doing the post show in, in 10 minutes... That's because y'all just don't want to talk to me, which is completely realistic and possible and something that uh, I think could happen. Uh, leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it if you did such a thing. Uh, if you want to get your questions or statements in, ah, wrong mic, everybody says. My God, I even checked it before. Every time. Ne never fails. Let me know if this is the right one. My gosh. We'll see how it works, um, but if if I gotta, then I'll I'll just uh, reset this whole damn thing. But yeah, I, I'm doing my best here, one man out, 
It's better than Jimmy's though, right? Like there's there's no way that it can be worse than Jimmy's microphone, but eh. We got people uh sending in super chats, humper chats. Uh let me know if I've got the correct mic on. Oh, good. We're all good now. Man, just the way I love to start the show, right? Tech errors. My God. My God. I see a bunch of you uh, asking questions in the chat. Well, um, and asking, well, guess what? Here's how you get them in. This is how I adjust them. But hmm. uh, now Caden is saying still not the right mic, but it's fine. Um, well, I'm going to find the right mic. This is what we're going to do. We're going to test it out. And we're going to get it right. Uh, somebody says, any news on WWE 2K23? Listen, I'm not I'm not going to sit here on the wrong mic. That, that shit ain't happening. Not for me. Do the old plug it up and unplug. Somebody's asking me what uh, what camera I use. Oh, here we go. Bam! There we go. That should be better. <sighs> Three whole minutes wasted. That gave you some time to get in some super chats and humper chats. Now, again, third time I'm going to try to go through this. My own problem. I promise if you're subscribed to one of our audio platforms, I promise I'm getting more professional at this by the day. And I've been at this a long time. But uh, look, I got the cool background now because it's only me. You all see the full scope. I, you guys see the door and all that. But uh, get in your super chats here at youtube.com slash Fightful. Get in your Humper Chats at humperchats.com. I know some of you may be turned off by the name. Hey, a camel is uh, effectively our mascot. So that's why we call it that. And also the double entendre. <laughs> let's go ahead and get into these super chats humper chats but before we get into that i've got this little scroll down here and some of you are like what the hell is that well because i am a workaholic and literally everything that i enjoy ends up becoming content i've started um just something that i wanted to do for fun it's called common bingles w uh quite frankly what consumes my life outside of wrestling and and that work is i love the cincinnati Bengals and i love sports and this is me talking about the Bengals whenever the hell i just i, I choose we, we've got a youtube we've got a domain name we've got a twitter and uh, i am not going to pretend to be an expert i'm not going to pretend to be an insider do i know some yeah i'm probably going to exhaust those resources and uh, some of those people will be on the show i'm hoping to have some Bengals on the show I've got pretty good connections and the ability to uh, to reach out to people because of my reach in wrestling. So if you like the Bengals or you just want to support and get our numbers up, uh, we are at Common Bengals W on Twitter. Uh, there is a YouTube channel that that we're gonna have as well, or it's it's already registered. I'll probably stream some uh, guys like Jeff Hawkins are are Bengals fans, but also. Uh, there's a whole lot of people in wrestling that, that I'm hoping that I can get on there, like Sammy Callahan, uh, Zach Wentz, uh, Lord Crew, Bengals fan. I'd love to get Angelo Dawkins on as well. Would love to make that happen. Uh, Dawkins actually followed us over there. Doesn't follow me on the wrestling account. Man, let's go ahead and, and get into these Super Chats and Humper Chats. Caden says, how are you, Jonathan? I'm doing better. Honestly, uh, I've mentioned... Some, some of the health struggles, physical struggles I've had over the past few months. This is the first time I've felt <clears throat> good 
since about July physically. I've been sick a lot, had some some injuries and and unfortunately almost almost died from COVID, but I'm back, I'm good, ready to go. Corey says, still think Vince is not coming back to WWE. Yes, I still do believe that. And uh, I'm going to get some more unique insight on this as well as best I can. And FightfulSelect.com will have a bit of a report on that. Hopefully, maybe around the turn of the year. I've got some of the stuff, um, some of the stuff planned out through this week. We just posted uh, a little note on 2K and Tommaso Ciampa. uh, The This is Awesome show that I really liked over on Select. But uh, I'd imagine around the turn of the year, we'll have something. Tim Gordon says, with Shingo seemingly not on the Wrestle Kingdom card, is he going to be at Seattle for Dynamite? So if he doesn't get added to the Dynamite show or the the Wrestle Kingdom show, it's definitely something that I think that should be explored, whether or not he can appear there, especially if they're giving Omega and and allowing him to come over. I think that'd be a nice trade-off. But also, why do you need a trade-off necessarily? You're giving you're giving them a big talent for their biggest show. You don't need to have Kenny Omega on every show, right? Like you can go one without him. He'll be all right. You'll be all right as long as no terrible injury happens in the Will Osprey match. Speaking of, we'll have uh, some early notes on Will Osprey and his thoughts on Kenny Omega on FightfulSelect.com. But we're dropping that interview Friday. Will Osprey does not do a lot of interviews and. Uh, New Japan asked me who I would like and um, the English speakers. And I said, Will Osprey, and they were happy to make it happen. So big shout out to them and New Japan World. Xavier says, I am here once again to ask an obscure question. Do you think AEW will continue to do stuff with Noah or is the Sting thing a one-off? Well, I mean, the fact that, that Muta came over and Sting is doing that, I think is, is an out of respect thing. I think it's more that they're doing it for the great Muta uh, than than necessarily kicking that door down and, and trading things back, trading people back and forth. But it's an intro, right? It, it's it's a way to show, yeah, we can play nice. I cannot underscore how important last year, uh, Chris Bay, or maybe it was this year, whatever the hell it was, maybe last year, maybe this year, it was last year. Chris Bay doing the New Japan tournament while he was under contract to Impact because they did not have a positive relationship. Before then, and if you're sending somebody over to work New Japan dates, well, Chris Bay is a phenomenal representation of what you are at Impact and what Impact Wrestling can do for other companies. He is a charismatic, great in-ring talent who conducts himself very well in all facets of, of sports and entertainment. So you want that. Well, I mean, who could you send over there better as a representation than Sting who can say, yeah, we're worth working with. So I think that's good. Jennifer says, any news on Fight Forever? Release date estimate. Now that I don't know. I personally, I would expect first half of the year. Because Kenny told me he was hoping that it could happen this year. But obviously it's not. KE775 says, besides Chelsea Green, any guesses on any returns in early 2023? Have you heard of WWE are still reaching out to people? I haven't heard necessarily if they have reached out to anybody else. Uh, I do expect Chelsea to pop up first half or, or probably January. Royal Rumble at the latest is what I expect. Um, it was noted to us on Fightful Select that her her fan page actually didn't shut down the day everybody caught wind of it. It was the week before, but I still haven't got her to admit that it's happening. 
but um, she's like, I hear more about creative plans than than on online than than what's actually out there, and won't necessarily admit it as of yet. But we'll see. I haven't necessarily heard of anybody else though, but I do know Bronson Reed was one of the last big ones. Bronson Reed was one of them that I know was a priority for Triple H. Uh, I haven't necessarily heard of them targeting that many more, but I do think that they're gonna they're probably gonna sign like 10 to 12 more people throughout next year, whether it be bringing them back or just bringing in free agents. I think they're gonna find what works with that work for them in a in a depth manner. Redman Survivor says chances of punk returning to AEW in 2023. I'll say 40%. No news is good news on that front. And I mean I'm sure when he comes back, you know, he, he ain't exactly going to be kind to the media. Or anything like that. Hey, you know what? We we stand as good of a chance as anybody. Not me personally, but every Sunday on on Fightful, we have the Wrestling Perspective podcast with one of his close friends, uh, Lars Fredrickson and Dennis Farrell. So, man, what webcam do I use? It looks great. I use a Logitech Brio. I'm about to uh, use an Elgato Cam Link to use uh, a regular camera, a DSLR, uh, over on in my studio next door. Darren says, Happy New Year, Sean and Fightful team. Was there any backlash to the Rick Ross segment? Hope he gets a live mic every week. I didn't hear of any heat. They obviously are not going to find him, but from what I understand, it was a please don't do that type of thing again. But he's he's gotten great reception and a lot of buzz online for, for what he's done. Triple Stroke says, do you think Cena should beat Flair's record? If he's willing to come back and work several dates, then yeah. I would be okay with that. Um, Cena is very safe. And I mean, the, the realistic realistic thing is Flair claims way more than that anyway. It is very much a WWE record. So I, I think it, they should. Jared says, women's mid-card title. Any news or thoughts? I haven't heard of any anybody getting one anytime soon. They got to get those tag titles under like some more prestige first. Like there there's, I haven't heard any discussion of that. Maddie says, do you think we see more Osprey in AEW after the Omega match? So I don't want to undermine my fightful select report that is coming out uh, before dynamite. But I did ask Will Osprey about his contract. If he is renewed uh, when it's up where he could see himself going, what he thinks about AEW. Because once upon a time, he said that he wasn't going to sign with AEW unless they had a new Japan partnership. We asked him about passing on the Evolve deal as well. But um, he has not seemed keen on living in the States. Uh, visiting, sure. He he spoke very highly of, of the way that he was treated at AEW, which I think is awesome. I think that's great. Bridget says, your Nyla interview was awesome. Thank you. She's one of my favorites. Hope to see her on TV more. So that was actually my first ever interview with Nyla Rose. And uh, she had run in on, gosh, probably three of my injuries or, or injuries. I, I see a bunch of uh, super chats about injuries. So I immediately said that. But three of my interviews, Thunder Rosa, Joey Janela, and another one as well. But it was it was great. Like she came over to my table at WrestleCade. We, we spoke for a little bit before and after. Um, she also, I think, ran in on the Ethan Page one as well. So gosh, three or four. But she is just so charismatic and so clever and so funny. It's very, very easy to get a good interview out of her. And 
it's cool because you can get good headlines like, like that are joke headlines, like all the Serpentico stuff, but you can also get serious stuff like asking her about being able to show more personality on screen and, and her thoughts on the, the division uh, advancing. So I really enjoyed it, Bridget. I'm glad that you enjoyed it too. It's always great to hear from you and Bridget, thank you so much for always being so generous to us uh, with your donations on the stream. Thank you. Eloquent says, what's going on with Adam Cole? He's currently playing wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, just bringing in TDs, or at least that's his twin, Trenton Irwin. Uh, I think Rick Aquino interviewed Trenton Irwin and asked him about Adam Cole this week, so that should be good. But um, I assume that he was getting healthy from his shoulder stuff as well. That's, that's my assumption. Who knows? Maybe we'll see him back soon. You know, maybe he'll pop up on like the January 4th uh, episode of AEW for all we know. Vincent says, how silly does New Japan look after letting Jonah go back to WWE after they had him beat Okada? I'm not really silly at all, Vincent. Um, I understand like beating Okada is a big deal in general, but considering the nature of, of that and the fact that Okada sent Jonah uh, Bronson Reed packing from New Japan. He beat him. He got his win back. Not that bad. You ain't going to win them all. You ain't going to lose them all. But he now knows that that he had a good opportunity there. But for some of these people, you know, you want you want good money, right? And I'm sure WWE is offering more money than New Japan. KE775 says, have you heard anything about the NXT UK wrestlers that survived the purge? Are they waiting for NXT Europe? Or do you think WWE will bring some more over in 2023? Uh, I think that you're going to see some of them pop up in NXT and WWE. Like some will pop up in the Rumble and things like that. There are others that I know are still overseas. And there are some that are off TV for personal reasons. Sorry, I got the hiccups. How does this always happen on stream? But there's going to be a lot of, uh, a little bit of mix and matching. There are some that are going to wait for NXT Europe. I know one that I heard that they wanted to, they ideally wanted to coach there. But yeah, I think that that we're going to see some pop up over here, especially as they get time to think about it. Any Orton timeline or updates? Uh, no time soon. Chad says, Billy Starks was good on Dark. Will AEW sign her? If they don't, WWE probably will. If WWE doesn't, Impact will. She will be signed by somebody if she wants to uh, by the end of 2023, without a doubt. When do you think the actual Kyrie Mercedes match will happen, Sean? Um, I would say for, within the first three months of 2023. That's my hunch. That's my hunch. Any update on Pat McAfee returning to WWE? The people that I spoke with were under the impression that eventually he would come back in some capacity. I don't know if it's going to be an every week thing. Because, I mean, th then they'll just have to replace him every fall. But they were they were told that they expected him to come back to some in some degree. Any updates on the Layla Hirsch injury? Let me see when it was that I asked about her status. It was in October, and I was told that recovery was going way better than than it had been early. It was very very tough early on, but uh, she'll be out for quite a while. Like she's going to be uh, out at least probably through the early part of 2023, because I mean that that injury is is a tough one. Mr. Faye says, 
Sorry for asking this again. Have you heard anything about ROH getting new belts to replace the Sinclair era ones like six-man women's and TV belts? I haven't heard that specifically, but I did ask. I had heard a rumor that AEW was getting new belts or something like that. Dramatic pause as I drink water. And I was told that just some of the belts that they own were maybe getting updated, and that could mean a lot of things. Like Will Washington of Grapsity and Day After Dynamite pointed out that the tag titles, they, they got fresh title belts instead of the ones that had been beaten up for a while. Redmond Survivor says, Will's percentage on Sasha is 90%. What's yours? 75, 80%. Chi-Town Spurs says, any travel issues affecting Dynamite tonight? Uh, they don't have a shuttle between the airport and the venue or the hotel, so I think Will had to pick up a couple people, <laughs> including his cousin. Uh, but other than that, I haven't heard of any. Graham says, what the dog doing? I don't understand the reference. We have some Humper Chats over at HumperChats.com. Daniel says, not a fan of this best of seven series. feel like a best of three could have been fun or a best of five. But a best of five or best of seven needs to be more spread out than it is here. Thoughts? I see your point, but I also understand that, that AEW had to at least test it and see if it would work, right? They had to test it and see if it was going to end up being something that they could continue to do. Uh, Or if it would be a complete ratings bomb, right? Like they had to check it out. They had to to see. They had to to dip their toes in the water. Even though they didn't dip their toes in the water, they got deep in the water and just started to wade around in it. And then they were like, all right, checking the temperature. Let's do some stipulations. Uh, I think that a best of five would have probably worked, but... I understand that that Tony and AEW wanted to go the best of seven route because of the the ties and implications with real sports and the best of seven series. So I understand that for sure. Vincent says, have you heard anything about Roman possibly dropping the WWE title before Mania? I've not. Um, I think he should. I think he should drop the that one before Mania if it's going to be Cody's title. I, I They should just split the titles, man. He ain't ever on Raw. They don't have a top title. They don't have a top prize on that show. And sometimes the Usos show up and do stuff, but they also don't have a top tag title on it as well. So it's it's pretty annoying to to to, to watch that unfold and not have something that the top stars can go after on on there. But I would like it if they did. <clears throat> Daniel R says, "Hi, Sean." Don't know if you saw Tua got another concussion. How do you think WWE and AEW do with safety? I have really got to put over AEW since since some of the issues that they had early on. They've really fixed things, like the Matt Hardy situation and gosh, I can't. I think it was Alex Reynolds. Those were both bad situations. But then we see the Hangman Page thing, and was it disappointing live? Yes, of course it was. But I would much rather be disappointed live than be disappointed when something terrible happens to him and he can't, he can't compete. I had a, a really, really bad concussion about six, seven, eight years ago. And it really messed with me for a very long time. And there's some, there are times when you feel great. There are times when you feel absolutely horrible. And a lot of times you can't trust necessarily the athlete because they want to get out there and they want to do what it is they do and help out because they believe that they can help out. But um, I was there live and I saw Tua get the concussion, the very, very scary one. And that was horrifying 
to watch happen in person. So uh, I think that WWE has, has long done a pretty good job. Um, you know, they're perhaps overly cautious at times for, for some situations, but maybe inconsistently cautious as well as highlighted by the CM Punk interview that he did with Colt Cabana. But I think they, they do way better now as well. Joseph Correa says the Christmas Eve video from WWE is up to 7.6 million views. Hope we get a Valentine's one when Ray breaks up Dom and Rhea's date. That would be great. Ray and Dom and, and Rhea are out on a date and Ray just shows up. Oh my God. That's a brilliant idea, Joseph. I like that. And WWE has a hit with these. Dominic is killing it. I, I think that Dominic's doing a really good job right now. I, I look at Judgment Day instead of The Brood. I look at them closer to Bullet Club. And I think that's what they should be. Highlight their personalities. Very good stuff. <clears throat> Matt says, do you think Triple H will bring back the Cruiserweight Championship? As prior to NXT 2.0, the, the title was going to be a vocal point of the, or a focal point of the brand. It was. It was supposed to be a big focal point of the brand. They were going to have some some prime stars challenged guys like Roderick Strong for that. But when you look at a lot of the pieces that were going to be there, Roderick Strong and Kushida, uh, Diamond Mine was going to be heavily featured there. Uh, it's just way different now. And I don't think you necessarily need a cruiserweight title anymore. I think those smaller talent um, can carry things on their own without that. They, they gave it a shot. Now, granted, they gave it a shot under Vince. Small snippets of life. What is more dangerous, the NXT parking lot or the Waffle House with Cass? Okay, listen. Cassidy Haynes is like the coolest, nicest person ever. He really is. But I don't go anywhere with Cassidy Haynes unless I expect to get a gun pulled on me. Now, I've been in two Waffle House fights on my own back in the day. I don't need Cassidy helping me out with that. I got enough weirdos on the internet threatening to shoot me and stuff. I don't need Cass's help for that. So if I go to Waffle House with Cass, it's only going to be worse. I'm getting stuck by something there. Like a fork will end up in my ribs if I go to a Waffle House with Cass. At least in the NXT parking lot, I'll just get kidnapped, man. Matt Reichel says, with Kyrie being on the stardom card tomorrow, is there a chance Mercedes could appear? I would be very shocked, Matt. I don't think she's able to do anything until January 1st. I really don't think so. Jared says, any heat on Quincy Elliott for his Twitter tirade? I asked about his status. I wasn't given an answer. Paul says, what do you think had a bigger negative impact on AEW's ratings? The all-out brawl out or Vince leaving WWE? I don't think Vince had anything any impact on AEW's ratings at all. And I think Brawl Out actually briefly helped, but CM Punk was going to be injured and off TV anyway. So I, I would say neither, Paul, but if I had to pick one, it'd be the All Out thing because Punk might not be back soon, right? Subudeep says, might be a long-form answer. Curious to know about your thoughts on AEW's 2022 I know the social media chatter went in multiple directions, but how would you describe their year overall? Uh, I, I think that uh, I really enjoyed it in, in a lot of senses. And there were some things that I didn't like. I, I loved like when they did ROH pay-per-views because they were all good, but I don't like that ROH dominated the show. I liked the things like them turning a 
negative into a positive whenever MJF and Tony Khan work things out around before, after double or nothing, whenever it may be, and turned it into a big angle that seamlessly transitioned from punk. That's a great thing. Then there are things like Miro not being on TV. And I see a lot of people that say, oh, well, he he turned down creative. One idea? He's had four matches all year. And then I look at Yas and BCC. I did not need that feud to go that long. Nobody did. Now, now there were plenty of uh, bumps in the road for that, positive and negative there. But there, there were some things that I looked at and I was like, okay, this, this was what I didn't like about WWE a few years ago. Like really talented people being parked for a very, very long time when they want to come back and uh, doing the same matches over and over again. So there's positives and negatives. Uh, we have still not seen AEW play with a full deck of cards. They have not had a completely healthy upper card yet. So uh, we'll see. Also, uh, for people asking, that's a few bucks. It's not a $200 super chat, I promise. <laughs> but we appreciate all of them. Any insight on plans for Charlotte when she returns? No, but I've heard that she was... I heard that she was good to go a while back, but I, unfortunately I wish I had something more for you, but I I'd heard this quite a while, while ago. Uh, please leave a thumbs up on this video guys. I would greatly appreciate it. I saw, uh, I, I saw some responses to a tweet I put out earlier and I just had to say, scroll down, bro. I'm working on inside the Royal rumble three. And in doing that, I was like, okay, I'll slide over to the Peacock. I'll see how it's doing these days, right? I'll see how Peacock's doing these days. Well, the answer's bad. The answer's not good. Because I type in WWE Royal Rumble 2022 in the search bar, nothing comes up. But I have NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And therefore, I have access to the WWE Network still. NordVPN.com slash Fightful is the fastest VPN in the world. It works on all my devices. This phone, the desktop in front of me, the router in the corner, that screen over there on the wall, uh, my Surface Pro to the left of me, works on all those devices and on one subscription. And one subscription now can get you four months free with NordVPN.com slash Fightful and a 30-day money-back guarantee. You hey, Maybe you got all these you know, Visa gift cards and all this good Good jam. Go ahead and save yourself some more money. Take one of those and turn it into more money you're going to save because you can get pay-per-views at a much more affordable rate. You can get more access to a wider array of content. You can get the interfaces that you love like WWE Network. And it comes with that online threat protection, block online trackers, malware, and annoying pop-up ads with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. A great deal. A 30-day money-back guarantee. The fastest VPN in the world. You're going to save money or you'll save your loved one's money. Uh, whenever I get UFC pay-per-views, I'm paying like, uh, uh, good gosh, like a quarter of the price. And they're about to go up again. They're up again. They're like 80 bucks now. Now with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out, my friends. What else we got here? Man, I, I love the love you all show to this show. See, I personally think we should just make this show like this all the time, but Jimmy's got to have his list, right? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Oh, man. Bree says, Hi, Sean. Heard anything about Serena Deeb? Is she injured or not being used? Well, she hasn't appeared for a couple of months. I have not heard anything, but it is on my radar now. I will absolutely ask. I greatly appreciate that. But uh, I'll find out. Hamlet says, any indication WDB is concerned about Logan Paul's recent crypto zoo controversy? I haven't heard that even touch the radar, and I did ask. Um, there, the person that I asked in WWE uh, was like, not even, not even something that we concern ourselves with. That's his business. So I guess the answer would be no. Uncle Runky says, do you think possible talk of a Vince McMahon return would jeopardize The Rock's involvement in Mania? Seems like he needs a PR win at the moment. Being attached to Vince might not look great. Yeah, the Black Adam stuff didn't play out well for him. Uh, and, and a lot of that back and forth, it didn't It didn't go well, right? Um, and I, yeah, I, I don't think that Vince is going to be involved, so I think it's a moot point. But I don't, I don't know if it would really affect The Rock. He, he spoke highly of Vince regardless. Jennifer says, Sending some New Year's uh, money your way. And shout out to the mods in chat. Big thank you for that. I, I love our mods. They do an incredible job, especially Luis, uh, every every weeknight here on Fightful. Ryan asks, any chance Vince McMahon returns to power in 2023? A slight chance, but it ain't happening. Any updates on Miro and Andrade? Could you see them going back to WWE? No, Miro is signed for years. Andrade is he has, still has years as well. Uh, I would expect Andrade to pop back up on AEW, but he's got a shoulder injury right now. Miro's healthy, good to go. 
just waiting for creative. Taylor, uh, how do you rent that one? Glick Foley says, what are your two, three least likable things about AEW that would change if you were in charge in 2023? Uh, doing the a lot of the feuds way too long, Yas and BCC specifically, um, people disappearing after big moments, and then people not wrestling hardly at all for an entire year. Now, granted, there, there are some circumstances that can prevent lots of those, but if I had to pick three. Why is TK not hyping the Phoenix date on 222? Because it's two months away. That's it. They'll, they'll hype it as it gets closer. NBA Mix Doc says, Happy holiday season. You spoke sometime around double or nothing about WWE looking into getting new titles. Did anything ever come of that? Well, a change of regime happened. So that's that's what happened there. Um, so anything that was on the docket then was was looked at, reviewed, and they decided whether or not they would do it. And I haven't heard anything new about that besides the tag titles since then. What surprise entrance do you want to see in the Rumble this year? NXT, Legends, Forbidden Door, etc. Wendy Chu was made for the Royal Rumble. Made for the Royal Rumble. She just sleeps somewhere. Come on. She just sleeps somewhere. Like, comes out number three, sleeps under the ring until, like, 25. If you're going to do that dumbass spot where people can be outside the ring the whole time, at least do it with her. So that's a big one. I want to see Ivy Nile. I think Ivy Nile should be with Ronda and Shayna, and Shayna and Ivy should be a tag team. Um, I want to see Chelsea in there as well. I would love to see Matt Cardona pop back up, and I want to see X-Pac really, really badly. X-Pac deserves that spot. Sheldon says, In 2023, will we see more AEW upper card main event stars competing in New Japan, like Battle of the Super Juniors G1, Super Junior Tag, or World Tag League? I'm going to say yes, but uh, it's hard to say who it'll be. Like Lance Archer's able to do that and, and all that, but I'm sure Miro would have loved to have done something like that if he was able to. I had heard that he wanted to do something with New Japan years ago, but they weren't bringing anybody over at that point. So I, I'm going to say yes, especially people that are going to have some time off and they can be like, hey, let's let's get you some more money here. <clears throat> Maddie says, booking-wise, what do you think are Triple H's strengths and weaknesses? Strengths, uh, I'll point out a couple of strengths. He doesn't do the same match over and over again. And he's good at booking quick matches with a reason like the night of. That's something that, that he experienced an awful lot of in the Attitude Era where they, they would have like a, an interaction backstage. Like, I don't know, Val Venus would call Big Show's dick small or something. And then they would have a match about it. <laughs> have a match about it. So, uh, that yeah, I think he's very good at that. Weaknesses is... <sighs> making everything interesting, making me feel like I have to tune in. Uh, I, I'll say this. I do feel like now I could watch the show on YouTube and be fine. I under Vince, I felt like I could just miss the show and be fine and just watch the pay-per-views. I'd probably be better because at least the video packages are good. Shivam says, do you think Tony should have a Royal Rumble-like show and would he be open to doing it? I don't think they'll do one like Royal Rumble, but they already do the Casino Battle Royal. And I think it'd be cool if maybe, maybe they do that. I think it'd be cool if they did that on like Dynamite or something and move it there. 
But I know a lot of people love being on that double or nothing card, but I don't think that you have to necessarily make it like that. But I think that if you do that on Dynamite the week of double or nothing, that would be very, very cool because it's still in Vegas, right? By the end of 2023, who do you predict will be champions in WWE and AEW? Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, and uh, MJF at the end of 2023. Andrew said, both times Mia Yim was available, anytime AEW was brought up, it said there was no interest. How could there be no interest? Is it a personal beef with someone there? Uh, no, I was just told very early on that they weren't going to bring her in and that was it. I haven't heard as of why. I just was told that they weren't bringing her in. They weren't looking to bring her in. Uh, I mean, obviously Keith Lee is there, and so that'd be a good end for her. But, um, yeah, yeah. Let me respond to this message. Anyway, um, yeah, that's it's unfortunate. I think she would have been a good addition, but I was told it wasn't in the cards. Shivam says, why do you feel like when Triple H brings somebody back, he's not met with the same amount of criticisms that Tony faces when a wrestler debuts for AEW? So I, I think that he does. I think that he does get met with those criticisms. A lot of people are saying like, oh, mid-carders, oh, they're bringing this back, oh, this, oh, that. I think he absolutely does meet those criticisms. Maybe it might be just you not seeing it with the people that you follow. I think that both of those guys are getting a lot of criticism, both justified and some unwarranted um, that, that um, you know, sometimes it's, it's understandable and sometimes it's just people complaining to complain. And that's the nature of subjective entertainment. Thank you to TB for the super chat donation. Taylor says, realistically speaking, as of now, who do you think main events each night of mania? Becky and Rhonda could be one. Um, Cody versus whoever could be one. If it, if Cody or if Roman isn't facing the rock, it needs to be Cody versus Roman. But if it's Roman rock, well, that's, that's a main event. Cody winning the WWE title should probably be a main event too, but I would like to get a women's match on there as well. I don't think they would main event with Rhea and Bianca, but they could God damn, that would be an incredible match. But those are the title matches that I'm, I'm expecting right now. Jared says who won. NXT is absolutely ready for a call-up. Well, let me pull up the NXT roster right now. As I look at things, Alba Fire is, is beyond ready. If they wanted to bring back Apollo Crews at any time, obviously he's ready. Uh, Blair Davenport, uh, both members of Toxic Attraction, GG and JC. Every time I see JC Jane on main roster TV, I'm like, what the hell are they doing with her in NXT? Like, What is the deal? Cameron Grimes is ready and has been considered. Carmelo Hayes, beyond ready. Um, let, let's see, what else we got here? I think Grayson Waller needs a little bit more time. Indy Hartwell has gone as far as she's going in NXT. Bring her up and team her with Candace. For the love of God. Uh, there are people like Isla Dawn that I think are, are ready, but I also want to see more of them on, on NXT. I think JD is a better fit for NXT. Joe Gacy's been ready for five years. Like he's been, he's been ready, but I could see them just keeping him there because of the gimmick. Uh, Katana and Caden. They are also two women that I think are like, they, they've gone as far as they will in NXT and they should probably get a call up uh, at that point. 
what else we got here? I'm as I look look through here. Nathan Frazier, uh, if like they they might give him more time to like fill out, you know, and and grow into his body. He's 24. Roxanne, if you brought her up tomorrow, she's ready. Roderick Strong, another one. Saray, if they wanted her up there, uh, but I mean also the, the ability to to have people like her just hang out in Orlando instead of traveling and. You know, a lot of the culture shock that goes with that is very positive. Uh, Wendy Chu is also ready, in my opinion. Hope that was worth your two bucks. Colt says, what AEW talent do you think will have an acclaimed hater rise in 2023? Thanks for all your work, man. Well, hey, thank you very much. Uh, I thank you all for coming here and talking with me about wrestling. Okay, I'm going to look at their roster, and I'll, I'll take a look at who I think. Um, if, if Buddy Matthews is around a lot and like we get House of Black versus the Elite, oh boy, oh boy. I mean, there's already like a, a groundswell of support for Malachi and, and Julia and Brody and Buddy. But I think that if they get the opportunity to really show what they can do in the ring with this trios division on a weekly basis, Oh boy, I think that's going to be unreal. I think we could see best friends maybe reemerge at some time and, and like start to get that groundswell again. Um, I think there are some people in the women's division that could end up getting that as well. Willow is already very popular, but I could see her doing that as well. Ray says, just wanted to send some love and mention that I thought it was cool as hell hearing Dave LaGreca put you and Denise over big a couple weeks ago. I love Dave LaGreca. He is one of the the most wonderful, kind, talented people in wrestling media. He has never been anything uh, but great to me. And, you know, you don't always get that in media, uh, but he is always, always incredible. Joseph says, with the way that Solo and Santos Escar, both Escobar are being handled, do NXT talent seem more helpful or hopeful to be handled properly on the main roster compared to the old regime? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I hear a lot more optimism about that. And uh, there was actually a lot of optimism in NXT when Dakota got brought back too. So I think that was a very good first impression. Daniel says, would you rather have Sami Zayn beat Roman or team with Owens to win the tag titles? Giving love to Sami Zayn. He's so good at entertaining. WWE re-signing him was one of the smartest things they've done. I'm so glad. First off, I was very happy that I got to break the news of Sami Zayn uh, re-signing because I asked WWE about that for a very long time, many times, and I got them to confirm it. And they don't usually do that. I was like, let me break some good news for the love of God. People will like this news. And uh, it was, it, it, I don't know Sammy. I've never talked to him interpersonally, but that's one that I was very, very happy that, that I was able to report on Fightful Select. And I think that he should do the Owens thing because you have such a storied history with Owens and Zayn already that it ties in to the bloodlines so well. And so much of the Sami Zayn thing hasn't been necessarily contingent on Roman. It's been contingent on Jimmy and Jay and his relationship with them. And I would love to see a tag team title match, a big tag team title match go 15, 20 minutes with them. And Sammy conflicted, and he's like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Do I stay with the bloodline? Do I 
my best friend. Oh, God damn, just give me that, man. That's what I want. If, if they had him beat Roman, you know what? At this time, I, I think the story would be really good, but I just really want to see them win the tag titles together. And it's also worth noting, when, when Brian Danielson was still around in WWE, Kevin Owens mentioned it on the air. He's like, I've never been a tag team champion. I want to be a tag team champion. And when Kevin Owens says something like that, uh, it, it makes me think that it's important. Jared says, how would you fix the SmackDown women's division? Uh, could create substantial undercard programs, make the titles mean as much as possible, um, build up credible contenders. Booking this stuff is not rocket science. I think that they've done well with Raquel very, very well. I thought that the, the Zaya stuff, it was a good way to reintroduce her. But um, I, I do think that you have to get some credible threats there and, and put people in matches where you think that they might knock off Ronda Rousey. Jimmy Finger says, Sean, do you think the Uncle Howdy story is starting to drag a bit in your opinion? Do you also think that we'll have some kind of stable or is this going to be all alter egos of Bray? I'm rooting for LA Knight now. Well, man, I was kind of rooting for LA Knight anyway, even though I like Bray Wyatt because I've always liked LA Knight. Man, I, I've driven my wife crazy just going, dummy, yeah, stuff like that. It's love that shit man <laughs> tonto see that stuff is amazing to me and i thought he killed it as max dupree as well i thought he was really good with that but when it became evident that bray wasn't going to wrestle for a while i was like man what are we doing here what are we waiting on and now it's been months and months and months and he's finally wrestling live events right like i I know there were some people that were that I talked to in the business that were under the impression that like Bo Dallas would come in. And if Bo Dallas is going to come in, well, obviously it's going to be a part of a stable with Bray at this point, because while Vince ignored that common sense would tell you that would be a fruitful storyline creatively. I do feel like the uncle howdy thing is dragging heavily, heavily shit or get off the pot already. Like we already haven't seen Bray Wyatt wrestle on TV in how long? Now, hey, maybe, you know what? He's got to get his reps in. He's got to get his, his win. Got to get his feet underneath him. I'm fine with that. But we've not seen Bray Wyatt wrestle on TV since Mania 2021. And you want to know when it was before that? That goofy-ass Inferno match at the Thunderdome. Bray has not wrestled in front of a live crowd without the smoke and mirrors bullshit on TV since, how about this one? Saudi Arabia, and that went three minutes. Okay, so let's go back even further. Well, what we got here? The strap match. All right. I'm ready to see some progression. Let's do this. Oh my gosh, mediocre pixels, and the exchange rate is wonderful here. Says, no question, just thank you for everything you do. Wishing everyone a fightful, happy holidays. Thank you so much. That means a lot, especially the, the nature of this donation. Um, that, like, I want to give you more for your money here, but uh, that is that is incredibly kind of you, and thank you so much. Our Super Chats were down massively in, like, October, November, uh, and parts of December, because YouTube really, really messed with our algorithm. They did those tabs things, our subscriptions went down. They sent us a bunch of apologies, but no fixes for the errors. So stuff like this means an awful lot. 
Uh, every time that you guys invest in us, whether it be a super chat, a humper chat or fightful select, it really does mean a lot because we have our sponsors and things like that, but we are largely uh, publicly funded. So thank you so much to mediocre pixels. And if you do have a question, hit me up. Let me know. TB says, hey, Sean, second time super chatter. Damn interface. So the thing with that is if you send like a dollar or a dollar and a half, you won't be able to type much in there. Basically, the more you donate on there, the longer the things can be. That's that's what I've learned. It's not an us thing. It's a them thing. What's needed for the fabled third player to emerge? Can it be Impact or should it be someone new? If Impact got a good TV deal, it would absolutely be Impact. If they got a rights fee deal, it would be Impact. When I look at them and I see that they have retained... Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Rich Swan, and Tasha Steeles. In my head, I went, okay, now you get it. Now you understand these are the people that your, your niche audience are tuning in to see. These are the players you want to keep. These are the players that you can show mean a lot. Um, I think that it could be impact if they get that deal. Otherwise, New Japan stands the best shot. But uh, what's needed a TV deal. Whoever it is, it's got to be a TV deal. Bear says, do you think we get a surprise? Deanna Perrazzo or Chelsea Green Rumble surprise or Kyrie Sane surprise? Kyrie's possible if, if they're doing a favor for favor thing. Deanna, I wouldn't count on it as of right now. Chelsea Green uh, is, I think, is going to happen. So I, I, if I had to rank them, I'd say Chelsea, Kyrie, Deanna. Tom Talks Rubbish says, who's on your interview bucket list for 2023? You're on mine. Tom, I promise you this will happen in 2023. I know we were supposed to fairly recently, but I almost died of COVID. So <laughs> my schedule got really, really messed up. Uh, my 2023 bucket list, I've already interviewed Becky twice. I want to do it again. I've never interviewed Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. I would love to interview CM Punk after all that stuff. I really, really would. Uh, still haven't interviewed Undertaker or Sting. Dixie Carter has been a big one on my bucket list. Monty Brown. Uh, Elix Skipper has been on there for a while, but now uh, our friend Cam Hawkins, Seahawk, he works at The Ringer, and he had mentioned that that's one that he wanted to do. And while I'm, I'm very confident in my interviewing abilities, and I know I could do a good interview with Elix Skipper, there are certain things that I know about Elix Skipper that I want to see put into a... a cam hawkins article like there's some there's some stuff that that i personally know that he could ask about and talk about and and that story is one that i know that seahawk could tell really really well because i've seen the stuff that seahawk does and it's incredible so i i'm trying to instead of me pushing for that i've asked some people if they can put him in touch and hasn't been fruitful so far but uh, him interviewing elix skippers on my bucket list <laughs> Glick Foley says, do you think we get another Omega title run in the next two years? Feels like after MJF's long reign, we're going to start to get more fresh faces like Starks and Kingston. I think after MJF's long reign, we do get, I think we get some short ones. Like we might see some two, three week reigns. It's possible. I think that stuff is, is important in, in helping establish the excitement of a title. Cause there are a lot of people that are like, oh, well, you know, it, it d decreases the prestige of the title. No, no, man. I grew up in the Attitude Era, man. Man. 
Atlas Earth. By the way, guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. I'm hanging around here as long as you guys are sending super chats and humper chats. But I am hopping over on Fightful Select right after this for the post show. Uh, we already have some updates, some WWE stuff, a little 2K note, some Shaza stuff on Fightful Select. But an interesting one today on Fightful Select, we're going to be talking about Will Ospreay's contract and what I found out about that. But uh, I do a Q&A show there every single week on FightfulSelect.com, so please subscribe. It's only $5. I know in the past some of you have said, oh, I don't want to subscribe this late in the month because I'll get billed again on the 1st. That isn't the case anymore. When you get when you subscribe on the 28th, you get billed the next 28th now. We are one of the first Patreons with anniversary billing. So hope you guys like it. Uh, I, I think that what we give on Fightful Select is, is awesome. Uh, not only are you getting exclusive news, you're getting it straight from the actual report. Nothing wrong with aggregators, but if you also have any questions about the story, you can drop in on the comments and I'll clarify to the best of my ability. Uh, we try to make it as interactive as possible. Atlas Earth says, what do you think about the next six months or so look like for FTR? I suspect they lose the AAA and IWGP tag belts this week and lose whatever program they have at Revolution. And they are off until their contracts are re-upped or see their options. So they say like late April, early, early, or late March, early April, right? Is what they told me. Um, Tony and AEW had told me, well, probably a little closer to like May, June, July. This is over the summer. I have heard that people in AAA expect them to lose the tag titles this week. IWGP, who knows, but it seems to make sense with that story. They at least want to put it in your mind, Dax at least, who has a great new podcast with Matt Coon. Check it out. That show is dope. Matt Coon is a fantastic host. Great person as well. But he at least wants to put it in your head. Hey, I might be going somewhere. And he's very smart about that stuff. So I think he wants it in your mind that they might leave or they might just not be there. They might do indies. So I, he again, think about who they hung out with. They, they were in a faction with MJF. MJF on screen and to anybody that will listen is saying that his deal is up on January 1st, 2024. I'll have some more on that on Fightful Select in the coming weeks. <clears throat> KE775 says, what do you think 2023 holds for Toxic Attraction? Do you think they stay as a duo, or do you think WWE pairs them with someone on the main roster? Seems like this Roxanne thing will be short-term. I think that they should be on the main roster, and if you're going to put them with a third, I think the only third could be Sonya Deville. Because of the history with, Ron, with Sonya and Mandy, I think that, that works perfectly. And because the dynamic is so much different with Mandy and, and like her aesthetic, you know, beautiful model looks, uh, is a star, carries herself like a star, but, you know, not a blonde, doesn't look the same as Mandy, wrestles completely different than Mandy, has a different type of attitude, speech pattern, promo style than Mandy. To me, it makes enough sense within the story, but also is different enough to where you could do it. The Disaster 413 says, what are the chances Roman gets stripped of one title and the Rumble is for the vacant title? Feels like that's the best way to split the titles. Or 
listen, you could do a triple threat match. Somebody else gets pinned or Roman is forced to defend the title in the rumble. One of them, one of them. And getting tossed over the top rope isn't taking a big fat L. And it sets up a match. King Jordan says, Hi, Sean. Any news on a Carmella return? Uh, no, unfortunately, there's not. But you can't really uh, pressure somebody that's been through what she has been through. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're just happy that she's healthy. And that that's the 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 reaction that I've got is, they're just happy Carmella is healthy and, you know, hopefully mentally okay as well. <laughs> Bobby Fish says, I know they were forced to call an audible, but do you think that AEW is still figuring out what to do with the firm or is this really how they're going to keep using Stokely? I thought that the baddies losing Stokely hurt them a lot. I think it was very important to that act that they had Stokely because they kind of like, whisked smart mark away and then when stokely moved on to the firm they were like oh yeah well here we go here here, here's stokely and then now here's him back so it was like okay but i i think that him being with ethan page works really really well but um The CM Punk thing, like, it wasn't the brawl out. It was the injury that affected things. So, you got to figure it out sooner or later. Uh, but Stokely is is incredible. Eloquent says, Righteous Reg is right about Bray. No comment. No comment. I mean, listen, sometimes he might, he might excite you. Sometimes he might put you to sleep. Kind of like helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Man, I love my Helix Sleep mattress. I used to sleep on a slab of memory foam. Not anymore. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. Their lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. A couple of years ago, I wasn't getting good sleep. I wanted to invest in my sleep, and I did that by going to helixsleep.com. I loved it so much. I took their quick quiz. I was matched up with the Dusk Lux model. I've mentioned this before. I used to only be able to sleep on my back. I had uh, a neck injury in the past that really limited me. Now I'm able to sleep on my back and my side. And what that does is it gives you a more versatile night's sleep. I'm able to get more sleep. I'm able to stay asleep longer. Uh, you know, it's a chain reaction. The more comfortable you are, the better you feel, the better you wake up, the better your attitude is, the more productive you are, likely the more successful you are. Uh, and that definitely helped me out being able to actually get a full night's sleep. Your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge after you take that quiz. And they offer a 100 night risk-free trial. Try out your new Helix free mat or Helix mattress at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. See how your body adjusts, decide if it's right for you. And if not, they'll come pick it up. They got stuff that have enhanced cooling features, uh, plus size sleepers, a little bit of everything for you. And right now, how about this? Helixsleep.com slash Fightful, offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
10 or 15 year warranty as well on those are bad boys. Been working with them uh, ever since I hit them up and I said, hey, your mattress changed my life, made my sleep better. I would love to work with you guys. And they said, heck yeah. That's a direct quote. They said, heck yeah. Let's do it. Oh, let's see. What do we got here? By the way, guys, keep keep these super chats, humper chats rolling in. Um, I'll be here as long as you guys send them in. And then I'm heading over to FightfulSelect.com for the post show. Daniel says, Sean, do you like doing interviews where a lot of major things cannot be talked about? For example, if you interviewed Tony Khan after All Out. Well, I can give you a better example. Interviewing WDB talent right after the events stuff. So um, I was, you know, they're, they're asked, hey, you're here. And we were at a food bank and uh, the Boys and Girls Club of America. And um, I, I believe a shelter at one point. And we were asked, you know, please avoid Vince questions, understandably so. And there were a few people that were like, they weren't really upset. They were feigning outrage on Twitter. Like, why didn't you ask Bianca Belair? at the Boys and Girls Club of America about Vince McMahon. Well, first off, what's she going to offer to that? It's only going to make her uncomfortable. She ain't ever going to want to do an interview with me again. I'm not going to get an answer. It is not going to happen. And uh, I was just specifically asked not to. So what I can do is ask a whole lot of talent, I'm not saying Bianca, um, on my own, privately, in a setting that they are much more comfortable with. So... uh, Hey, if, if that ain't cool with you, maybe I'm not the media guy for you. Uh, I ain't covering the war here, but stuff like that definitely is important enough to where you need to ask. But also, you have to pick where you ask at. And uh, you don't ever want to make anybody like that that is not related to the situation uh, uncomfortable when, again, they're not a guilty party. They didn't do anything. Put the Make, make the people that enabled them uncomfortable. Jody says, why does Tony keep teasing to put the rocket strap on hook? Then backs out and goes, puts him in weird duos that go nowhere. Uh, so I have not quite understood the, the trajectory of hook, but also you got to remember that this guy is 17 matches into his career. 17 matches into his career, uh, a year into his career. He just had like his one year mark. So. I think they're waiting for him to get more seasoned. You don't want him exposed or anything. Tim says, when do you belt up Takeshita? It depends on what belt. What belt? If it's like all Atlantic, maybe next year. NYC Demon Diva says, who's more broken, Carlos Correa or Matt Hardy? Carlos Correa. Caden says, feels weird not going to Dynamite tonight. You can come to the post show, AEW Dynamite post show here on Fightful. You can send in your humper chats and super chats about that as well. Have we seen the last of Dan Lambert and ATT and AEW? Nope. I think he'll be back eventually. He spoke highly of it. Tom says, no worries about rescheduling. Appreciate all you do. I We will be doing that interview this year, 100%. Kim Gray says, thanks for keeping me entertained while I'm recovering from surgery. Any update on Jeff and how he's doing? Uh, I, I heard uh, some positive. I heard it was trending in a positive direction, but that was months ago. But Kim, I hope you're trending in a positive direction. I've never had surgery, and I hope yours is 
is okay. I hope it's minimal. I hope it's minimally invasive and you're doing all right. Andrew the Giant says, what are your thoughts on the Madcap and Emma pairing? I like it, but I'm rooting for both performers, though I've seen some people saying it sucks. I haven't liked it so far. Uh, they're a real-life couple, so hopefully that chemistry plays out on screen. But what I don't like is the, oh, hee-hee, you like him, don't you? Hee-hee, these are 30-year-old humans. Like, why are you making them act like middle schoolers? I don't get that. Eloquent says, put that strap on Swerve after MJF. If MJF wasn't poised for a year-long reign, I would say that Swerve is just right up there, like ready to go. He is such a top heel. Jimmy Fingers says, I know not many watch Impact these days, but what I am enjoying is the Dreamer and Bully Ray angle. What are your thoughts on it, Sean? Realism always works for me. Uh, Bully Ray angles can be hit or miss for me, but I have been enjoying this one. Dreamer angles too, but I think that this one's really good. Bully Ray is really good at getting under people's skin as well. And I think that Impact has been slept on for a very long time. Not only do they put on a good show, but they make the best of what they have. And it's always fresh because people are leaving. People are, are, are showing up there. If somebody's not in AEW or WWE or full-time in New Japan, they're going to pop up an impact. They're going to show up. They're going to swing through. They might do a, an appearance. It's a good way to work with some people that you like, make some money, keep yourself out there, add something to the resume. I, so I'm liking impact of late. Jimmy Finger says, will the Briscoes ever see national TV? I say yes. I think it'll happen. Matt James says, hi, Sean. Happy holidays. For the professional wrestling fans, 2023 bingo card, which you, I think we get more likely. Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr., Punk return or Banks return to WWE. Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr., and I would actually put Punk behind that and Sasha third. That's what I would do. I think that, I think that uh, Danielson, Zack Sabre could, could happen at Forbidden Door if they do it. Uh, Punk, I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. He's still under contract, right? So th I think those are those are very possible. Banks, maybe eventually. Caden says, any truth to the 40-man Rumble rumors? I haven't heard anything about that. And if you want to see the best case against a 40-man Rumble, go back and watch the 40-man Rumble. Mets fan for life says, hello, Sean. Not sure if you answered this already. Have you heard anything about the new AEW set production changes? I heard a couple weeks ago that they had a lot of work to do, but they were going to do it. They were going for a significantly different look. Tony Khan straight up said set changes. Um, Tony Khan talked quite a bit about it on uh, on the, the Grapsity interview. Sean says, uh, is Sasha, a.k.a. Mercedes, going to be Soraya's tag partner on January 11th? I think so. I think so. I'm not going to confirm it, deny it, guarantee it, but I think so. I'm trying to find out. Kayfabe Jim says, what is your prediction on how AEW's weekly TV time will look after the next deal? More or less or the same as it is. I think Rampage will go to two hours and it'll be in a better time slot. And uh, yeah, I think it'll probably be four hours of national TV. Graham says, reckless speculation on Brock Lesnar in WWE. I think he's going to pop up and he's probably going to face, uh, he's going to face Lashley again, I think. I think. Abhinav says, there a problem with transparency in AEW and TK. 
So when I had those conversations with TK, he had said stuff like, uh, I say TK, like I have never fucking called him that in my life. Um, that in ways he wishes that things were like they were when they were in Jacksonville every week in that he had a lot more time. He was there. The roster was there. It was a lot easier to communicate and all that. Now he has delegated a lot of that communication with talent to a lot of the talent relations people underneath him. So no, I don't think so. Um, I think that there are some situations like the mirror when there's very clearly a, uh, a disconnect there. Jared says, what WWE women would you pair for the tag division? Uh, Ivy Nile and Shayna Baszler underneath Ronda Rousey. I would also bring up Toxic Attraction. Uh, I would team up Dewdrop and Alba Fire underneath Becky Lynch. I think they could go to a good trios-based thing there. Um, I Nikki, uh, give Nikki a partner. She's always good with, with teammates. But it is a lot of, to me, a lot of, part-time tag teams, sometimes singles wrestlers, which AEW does really well. I think that Alexa and Asuka, both as like sort of the demonic versions, would be very, very popular. Uh, Tegan and Shotzi, again, would be very cool, especially to go up against uh, Damage Control. Those are the ones that I look at. Um, Lacey in a tag team, I think, would be a, a good approach, too. I want to see how this this current gimmick with Lacey works out. Right now, um, because they, they've tried to repackage her several times. But the, the thing is, every time that they've made an attempt to repackage her, they cut her legs out from underneath her by, by going like raw SmackDown, raw SmackDown. Here's some vignettes. It's going to be a heel. It's going to be a baby face. They haven't really given it any time to breathe. So hopefully they give this time to breathe and uh, maybe a tag team along the way as well. <laughs> Patrick says, where'd you get the idea to bring the completely foreign concept of journalistic integrity into wrestling news? Thank you for being you. There are some things I picked up in college, other things that just come along the way. There are some things that I ain't going to report on who's sleeping with who, who's dating, anything like that. I don't care unless, as long as it's legal, consensual, safe, I don't care. It ain't my business. The Vince stuff was stuff that had to be reported on, obviously but it doesn't mean I got to harass talent that aren't related to it. Top dollar 41 says gun to your head, Sasha punk, both neither uh, most likely to happen in AEW 2023. Most likely I would say just Sasha, but I, I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility that they'll both be there. Candace and Indy is one as well. Obviously uh, I'm going to check the humper chats one more time. But my God, guys, we, we killed it with the Super Chats and Humper Chats today. I love this show. I love this. I mean, I would love to just do a weekly Q&A here on Fightful, but it is a big drawing point of FightfulSelect.com. So uh, please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I can't uh, tell you how important that is. Uh, we've obviously had, uh, uh, so you know, it goes down after people stop getting bit and Vince, <laughs> Vince doing his his uh, retirement like sort of dies down, but make sure you check it out, guys. We give early access to interviews over there. Uh, every Sunday, we have a magazine archive article from FightfulMag.com uh, and our Fightful Magazine. We've got an article that drops every Sunday over there. 
Uh, there are two episodes of Sour Graps every single week reviewing Raw and SmackDown, plus the pay-per-views. Rob Wilkins does pay-per-view pre-shows over there as well. Speaking of Rob Wilkins, he and Maggie do a coexisting after dark. Like there is, I, I'm biased, but I don't think there's any more value for the $5 you get at FightfulSelect.com than any Patreon or, or wrestling subscription service out there. Um, I'm very, very happy with, with what we have there. Honestly, I think that what we give you guys in a week, my backstage report podcast, the Q and a show, the list goes on two episodes of sour graps coexisting with Robin Maggie, probably a, uh, pre and post show at least one to two exclusive news a day. I think that's worth five bucks, much less every month. Ryan says, Hey, Sean Meltzer said recently on observer radio, there's certain talent that have come into AEW. Uh, from WWE that don't want to do jobs. Have you heard anything similar? He used Miro as an example. There's a lot of incomplete stuff about the Miro thing. I, I always want to say this, that I know this. The person that it's put out there that he didn't want a job to, he actually was open to losing to, but it was in a different situation than as it was laid out. Again, a lot of this has been told to me off the record from both sides, so I, I can't really add more than that, but that is something that I was told on the record. You're going to lose in pro wrestling. That's the nature of it. I don't know specifically of anybody that has rejected, like I said, I'm not jobbing, but that situation is still, it's missing a lot of context that I'm trying really, really hard to get approval to put out there. Uh, I know AEW wasn't happy with me putting the news out there in general, and the timing was wild because then I got word like, hey, Miro and Tony are supposed to have a meeting like today when that's, that came out bad timing. Savo deep says, call me SDG sing another super chat to share. I appreciate what you do for the community. You've broken some of the most important stories in recent memory. And I wish you keep it up me too. And thank you so much. Uh, I say this a lot, but I'm trying to lean more into positivity than negativity on social media in 2023. But I appreciate you guys so much. Um, man, you all help me live my dream and it means a lot to me. Daniel says, Sean, I did a bunch of information interviews for school and it led me to think about this. When you do an interview, are most of your questions prepared or do you try to keep it more of a conversation? I think the ones that are mostly conversations you can kind of see. Like a lot of the in-person ones, I'll have a couple of points that I really want to hammer on, but the rest of it, it's going to be kind of loose and it's going to be getting to know this person and and checking like how, how their personality is and, and a lot of that. But there are some, like, honestly, a lot of the sit-down interviews that I do virtually are a little more hard-hitting. Top Dollar 41 says, if you could make one wrestler trade between AEW and WWE to improve both companies, what would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. Between uh, one wrestler. One wrestler? Ooh, man. Uh, I think we're past the point of Swerve going back to be you know, to do stuff with, with, uh, hit row. So I'll say this. I would probably go Malachi black because at least as of one point, he wanted to go over there. I would go Malachi black for Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I think Cody Rhodes in AEW would be great, but not not including him. Um, 
AJ Styles, I think, would have some really interesting stuff. It's some interesting Bullet Club stuff. But then there's people like Bianca Belair. Oh, my God. Could you imagine Bianca Belair against Britt Baker or or Jade Cargill? The Man, that would feel really good. <laughs> but really, I want to see I want to see the elite and Cody again. But Cody's Cody's killed it in WWE so far. Rico says, would love to see a tag lethal lottery where Sammy KO versus Usos in the finals. Any rumbling about this event coming back in the future? Who owns the rights? Well, if it's uh, a WCW trademark, WWE uh, would probably be most likely to, but also they let a lot of those lapse. But they could also do lethal lottery without cause calling it lethal lottery. Make sure that I got all these. Man, guys, thank you all so much. I can't wait for tonight's uh, post-AEW show. Uh, a little heads up, I'm going to be on the Friday post-Smackdown and AEW show this week. And based on what I hear, I might be on next week's too. But uh, John Cena's wrestling this Friday. Uh, I have been taking Fridays off. It's been very good for me. Big thank you to Kate for all that. But uh, I will be there on Friday night late with you guys. I'm back on Friday. Until next time, guys. I'm over on Fightful Select right now. We're out. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 